Reorganized gear and bank, previously grouped seasonally, have now given each an animal name in order to coordinate outfits most efficiently, similar to geranimals. Tomorrow we'll look back and laugh. If we survive the night. Negative. Macrame is the devil's handicraft. A guy is not going to pass on anything with a lady hole. My fetus made me do it. I don't want any losers from my past spotting me. Wanting to catch up? Ugh. And I'll go solo. Han solo. Hey, guildies, it's time for another Knights of the Guild companion cast. This time, it's Season 5, Episode 2. Hope you guys really enjoyed Episode 1. It was a lot of fun. We got some really good interviews. And Episode 2 is not going to disappoint. We have nine interviews. We got every cast member, Sean, the director. Of course, we hear from Felicia as a cast member and the creator. And then Kim Evie as a producer and Greg Aronowitz as the set designer. So sit back, relax, and take a listen to... Season 5, Episode 2's Companion Cast. Okay, I'm here with Amy, and we are going to be discussing Episode 2. The first one, let's talk about about when you guys wake up, that scene. Um, How was it being crammed into a tiny little room with six other people and crew? Um... Well, it wasn't as tiny as I imagined it to be, or the way it looks, I guess. Um, all I had to do was pretend like I'm sleeping, and then <laughs> prop my head up, so it wasn't too bad. Yeah, I yeah. had a nice pillow and a blanket and everything, and I was taking a nap between takes, <laughs> um, between setups, so it wasn't too hard of a nice, day for me. Nice. Hey, Gildies, I'm here with Kim Evie. We're discussing episode two of season five. <laughs> All right, well, they arrive. They arrive at and, the uh, Mega Gamer Ramakan. I love that. Now, who's, who came up with that name? Well, Felicia and I both did because she was like, you know, what do we call it? And there were, I, I don't remember, maybe she can remember some of the other things, but she was like, maybe we should just be like, you know, like it's like Gamer Ramakan or something. And then the more we tossed that around, the more we liked it. And I was like, can we make it really stupid <laughs> and have it be like Mega Gamer Ramakan? <laughs> And she was like, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. And of course, you guys had to check to make sure there was no real mega game Ramakan. Because who would put it past somebody nowadays I, to call a convention I think mega it's a cool game Ramakan? Yeah. Yeah. In fact, we should probably trademark it there because otherwise there will be a Someone mega game Ramakan. Steal it. That's right. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the thing that with Comic Con, yeah. there's no trademark on Comic Con. That's why there are Comic Cons everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, and they're not all so. associated with the same company who puts yeah. on San Diego Comic Con. Exactly. So, oh. yes. But luckily for us, one of those companies was very helpful to us. But we'll talk about that later. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, all this t- takes place in a room. Yes, this room is the Western Inn. It's a real hotel in uh, Koreatown, mm-hmm. right across from a mall that has yummy boba, <laughs> which we I got. I saw the video of that. Quite a lot of <laughs> yes. Um, so uh, Jeannie On was our intern this year, and we were searching high and low to find a hotel room that we could, you know, a hotel where we could take over. Yeah, and yeah, take over, take over. <laughs> yeah, and you know, the idea was that it needed to be a place place where it could actually be big enough that we could film in it, but it needed to feel small because we needed to have all six of them in there. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, well, how are we going to do that? And how, how do you do that with a regular hotel room? It's too hard. Yeah. And, um, I think originally in the script, this is one thing that maybe changed is that I think originally in the script, they were all going to be just in a nice hotel. Um, 
Oh, no, it's something that I was going back and forth with trying to figure out the hotel. I was like, well, maybe we could get a hotel sponsor, but then it would be a nice hotel. And yeah. Felicia was like, that's fine. If we, you know, we could even get a suite and then, you know, the, the idea is they're just stuck together. Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, okay. And we were trying to find it. And then we were at, what were we at? We were, I think we were at a hammer show and I was sitting next to Jeannie saying like, I don't know where we were going to find this hotel. And she was like, oh, my um, cousin owns a hotel. And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) She said, oh, she said my aunt and uncle own a hotel. Um, Oh, because her mom was in town. And I was like, where's your mom stay? And she was like, oh, well, she just stays with my aunt and uncle because, you know, they own this hotel. And I was like, Jeannie, (laughs) what are we even looking for? (laughs) And she's like, oh, do you want to use it? I was like, yes. (laughs) So she was nice enough to call call her aunt and uncle. And um, her cousin Steve was sort of our go-between. And he he just was so accommodating and so nice. That's great. Well, that does explain a lot. Yes. It does explain, yeah. Yes. And the hotel, I have to tell you, is quite nice. We um, like one. We had to make it look bad. So one of the things, I just want to tell people this, and they're not like, oh my God, Western Inn, what a horrible place. You know, like the gag of him opening the I window love that. That is so into funny. a wall yeah. was a gag that we set up, yes. obviously. And we yes. took out, you know, the room they're in is quite spacious. Yeah. So we decided to take out one of the beds to make it look. Yeah, there's some nice beds because those were beds. Yeah. Because I know there were beds shoved into the makeup room. <laughs> Where I was recording stuff with and people. napping, I, yeah. Yes. yeah. So yeah, like we had to move beds all over. There were beds in the bathroom, yeah. and there were just there were beds everywhere. Yeah. Um, we yeah we made uh, what do we call it mega bed or like <laughs> I don't know, but we made mega bed several times in different hotels where we literally had to stack beds on top, on top of, of beds, beds, yeah, just to get them so we could still work in the hotel rooms. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, so. So we took a bed off the floor and made like this weird floor <laughs> yeah. area just to help make the room look, you yeah. know, like something that they wouldn't be happy to stay in. Yeah. So, you know, because otherwise like who, because the con mentality as anybody who goes to a con knows is like, you can, you fit as many people into a hotel room as you that's, can. That's right. Because you don't want to pay. Floor and tub. And, and it's fun. They, yeah. You know, it's fun yeah. to stay. That's part of the con experience. Exactly. So yeah. we had to kind of turn that on its ear and try to make it look bad because as you know, if... If you showed up with your friends and you were like, oh, my God, look, a room with two beds and two couches, you know, and all this floor space, like, you'd be so happy. So So we had to be, we had to try to make it look, that's why I love that that little glass thing pops out. Oh, that's, now whose idea was that to put, was, well, Felicia, she had written that he slept on top of the coffee table. And so the fact, like when we went in and we were scouting and I was like, oh my God, I think Sandeep can sleep inside that. That's hilarious. So. And then the fact so that the good. glass popped out, uh, I didn't even know. Yeah. So I'm sure that's something that's just on discovered <laughs> when they were in there. So, and I have to tell you, that room was so hot. I I was in the bathroom and I fell asleep <laughs> because it was like 90 degrees in that room. Yeah. It was so ridiculous. Well, with all hot. the lights and all the cameras and all the people. Yeah, I mean, I mean we were there for what three days. We were there for three, uh, yeah, yeah. I think and three like days. Pickup day, or mm-hmm. I know it was a long time. In that yeah, location. and there, yeah. So there's six cast members in that room. There were at any given time probably like five to seven people like smashed into the bathroom. Yeah, and then there were, you know, when they had to reset lights, you know, yeah. there was another like eight crew members. <laughs> so I mean, yeah. it's crazy. And you can't leave the air on because it makes noise. Right. So. so I was like, why aren't we turning the air on in between? And they were like, we are. I was like, oh, God, I'm sorry. 
So, yeah. Yeah, that was a rough shoot. Yeah, it but, was. But it turned out great. So. It was yeah. It was super it was, challenging. It was yeah, yeah. Well, what's great though is uh, the bathroom scene in this episode is not even in the room that they're doing the sleeping in. That's right. This was down all the way down the hallway where craft service was. Yes, it was in that bathroom that they were using. Yeah, I think we had actually four rooms in the hotel yes. that we were using. So yeah. and um, yeah, yeah. So it was like that one's going to be bathroom. This is going to be this. And, yeah, yeah. It was very cool. Very, very cool. Was, yeah. I mean, it was really nice. I'm sure that they really, at the end, were just like, what did we <laughs> agree yeah. to? Yeah. But, um, yeah. Cool. And let's see. Let's, what else was there? Uh, oh, I love the Vin, uh, Vince uh, Blades. Oh. You, <laughs> that was the curtain. And I know, I know, and I think I talked to Vince about this, and you probably hear that he worked out because he knew he was doing a shirtless scene. I had no Yes. Are you serious? He did not. He was eating salads. He was trying to eat and stay healthier oh, because he knew god. he knew from his script that he had to do this scene. Oh my god, that's shirtless. so funny. I mean, because yeah. Amy too was yeah. like working out like well, a Amy always because does. Yes. you know, yeah, because all the because we yeah. take advantage of her adorableness. <laughs> just like Amy, you're not going to wear anything. Are you okay with that? <laughs> but um, oh my god, I did not know that. That's yeah. really funny. But I mean, the kind of like weirdly contorted like. God, yes, thank I God for how, Vince. I mean, he yeah. has no shame, and he just knows how funny it is. But if he had any self-consciousness about this, it would just be like pulling teeth to make this funny. But he just, like, he, he, he gets how yeah. funny Blades is when he's over the top like that, and yeah. it's just... No, I love his when his <laughs> hips all shoved out and he's hanging there sideways, and yeah. Oh, my God. It was perfect. And Amy, in this little outfit, I could yes. not... It was weird. I was, like, obsessed with her. I wanted to, like, shrink her down and put her in my pocket and just be like, look, I have Amy with me. So because adorable. she was so cute. Yeah. She looked inhuman, I have yeah. to say. She looked like a doll. Yeah. And it was very cute. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> so, yeah. And then the wig on top of it, just, yeah, it made the whole... Yeah. I love the big glasses. Yeah. They're so different. Yeah, I know. You know. The giant glasses. I know. I know. Kristen did an amazing job. Oh, and I should mention... Um, here, Holly, not Hollywood, I'm sorry, HalloweenCostumes.com. They, um, Stephanie there wrote to us and she was just like, hey, if you need any help, you know, oh, and nice. I was just like, uh, funny you should say that. We're about to shoot at a convention where people dress up as things. Yeah. <laughs> so, so those guys, you nice. know, were just amazing. So that, that little suit. And what's cool is like now people can cosplay that of Tink just by going to Halloween real. costumes. Yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, it's like, a real costume. Yeah, you buy get. that costume and then you can like alter that's it. Neat. So I, like I think that. that's hilarious. That is yeah. very cool. So it was really sweet of them to do. Very cool. All right. Well, uh, I think that's it for episode two. Cool. Thank y'all. Okay, I'm here with Vince, and we're going to be discussing episode two, when the team wakes up for the first time for the first day of con. How was that? That, I think, is one of the more exceptionally funny scenes of that episode, when the clock at 7.30 and Vor just wakes up by, by virtue of his own self and throws the tarp aside, gets up with the blowhorn, and... It was fun to shoot, too, because, of course, you see me. I'm robe and boxers, yeah. so I, I get to lose some dignity once again. <laughs> it's my trademark in this show. Of course. And um, the way he flips the tarp over, it. we had a couple of takes. It hits me in the nads once or twice. <laughs> As he's leaving, he steps on my bare foot nice. once or twice. Nice. And it's, it's a lot of chaos, but it was a really funny shot, really yeah. fun to film. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Very cool. And then uh, there's the breakfast scene. 
now, did you partake in any of the breakfast? You didn't have to eat the half-eaten pancake or... Yeah, you know, there's a lot that I do for this show, but there is a line. <laughs> and it drew right across that breakfast table. Um, I It was all fresh. Yeah. It was all put together newly, but look, no. We had, like, hot sauce on cantaloupe, and nice. we had glasses of milk with like floating sesame pastries in them and I'm like you know what I'm I'm okay I just I have a donut as you can see in the scene Clara hands me a donut and that's all that I really touched yeah yeah all right and let's go ahead and talk about uh, the time when Codex flirts or unsuccessfully flirts with Zabu. Also, a really funny scene. A scene nine, which is the scene that was all a part of, is one of the longer scenes we filmed this season. Just a lot of dialogue, a lot of very funny dialogue, but a great moment to show the sort of interaction between all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, not broken up, not split or anything like that, just a solid scene, all of us in one place just going at it. Mm-hmm. Really fun scene. Nice. Now, what is it like having everybody? together. I mean, because this is probably going to be the most that this group has been together. Oh, yeah. You know, shooting as a group. Because normally you're behind a camera or, you know, yeah. talking to a video screen or... Well, this is by far the greatest scale we've ever ever gone on in terms of a season. The sets, the the shoots, everything is, is crazy. Yeah. Um, but I love working as a group, being able to all be in the same frame or the same shot because, you know, on a computer, you can't really play off the other mm-hmm. actors as well. Yeah. Especially because usually they're not even the ones reading the dialogue. Yeah, it's like sure. Sean or someone reading off their lines. Yeah. But in this case, you're there. You can do the physical comedy. You can play with them. You can ad-lib. You can do just crazy stuff. And it ends up being much fun at the end of the day because you have all these minds working together yeah. in the same scene. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. This is when uh, Blades is... Well, I don't know if you're hiding, but you're taking a shower and the girls just happen. Yeah. Apparently, I was in the shower and I stopped and I was just futzing around in there and the girls came and I'm just like, you know what? Whatever. I'm going to listen. And so uh, there's a whole scene between them, and I bust out, and you see the, the big, ridiculous reveal of me in the pink shower cap and the towel. Um, and then uh, the scene uh, continues, which, uh, you know, just seeing how the seasons have progressed, this is no doubt a precursor to the inevitable full frontal nudity <laughs> we're going to have in season six. No doubt. Yes. Now, you did you, you went on a diet, right, for this? Just one particular scene? I went on, I only had like a couple weeks. To, to try and tone up a little bit, so I went on a pretty hardcore diet. I started working out. I was doing two hours of cardio and about a half an hour of upper, upper body stuff just to try and get anything, just even a tiny improvement. So I'm like, I don't want that good crap. And I'm really, you know, when it comes to like topless scenes, um, I'm, I, I want to look good. You know, yeah. I just eh. this is the first time that you were topless. The first, not I mean, the last, I mean, no I mean, doubt. Probably not, but this was the first, so you wanted to make a good impression. There you go. Yeah. 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 I, I, we actually had the, the uh, makeup, um, the lovely makeup lady. Uh, she took some some sort of spray or powder and tried to define my abs a little bit. Like, let's <laughs> drew them on. Yeah, let's bring these out a little bit. Hey, guildies! I'm here with Sean Becker, director of the Guild season five, and we're here discussing episode two. Episode two. Two, yes. Um, this one was pretty much the hotel room. I'm going to stop doing that. <laughs> yeah, the the whole entire episode is in the hotel room, actually. Yes. So, um, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about that. Okay. Question away. I, I don't know. <laughs> okay, let's first, let's start with uh, cramming six people and crew. Yes. Into uh, a fairly smallish 
hotel room. It was, I mean, it was bigger than lots of, you know, Comic-Con hotel rooms that I've been to. Yeah, and, I mean, what was it, four people in the bathroom? Or yes. three people in the bathroom? Um, yeah, we, we so we went to this um, hotel, the, I want to say it's the Western, Western yeah, Inn. Yeah, Kim mentioned Over it. in Koreatown. Yep. And so we went there. For a scout, and it was just, what's the biggest room we can possibly get? And, you know, but the, the, the joke is, is that they're all crammed in this room. So if we get this giant luxury suite, yeah. it's not a bad deal. I mean, even the room we got wasn't a bad deal because it's got couches and a cot yeah. and whatnot. So when you're at, you know, anyone who goes to Comic-Con, I'm, you know, if you've gone, most likely you probably sleep in, in a bathtub or on a floor at some point um, in order just to make it to the convention. But... You know, so we you know cut corners like we took out the beds, put a little cot, yeah. put a floor bed, um, yeah. and then the couches, and then Zabu in the coffee table. Um, that was brilliant. That was one of the funniest moments when he pops that glass open. Yeah, that was a, that yeah. was nice because um, I believe yeah Felicia had written the coffee. T- he was under the coffee table, and or did she? I don't know. Yeah, I think Kim mentioned that she written that he was under the coffee table. But and he crawled out from behind yes. underneath. And so we yes. got lucky that there was that glass in there, and he was able to just pop now, out. Whose idea was that to pop it out? Uh, we just saw it and said, because we said he, we always said he'd be under there. I don't want to take credit for some if it wasn't me, but I'll, I'll definitely take credit <laughs> for that one. Um, well, I mean, it sounds like something you would say. Or yeah, do. or Sandeep too. I would feel he would okay. probably just pop up and do it. That's true too. So. Uh, and well, maybe that could be one of the lost mysteries. There we go. It's a funny, funny moment, though. Yeah, he's great in it. And, um, yeah, and the other sight gag is the curtain with no window. Yes, that was actually... Did you know the story behind that? No. Okay, so when we scouted that, that location, um, once again, I'm going to repeat myself all season with this, <laughs> but you know, we had to find ways to shoot efficiently. Yes. Efficiently. Efficiently, Jesus. Um, <laughs> and get footage of six people together in a room, especially the hotel room, and that was one of our biggest challenges. And I... You know, we really wanted to get a soundstage for that one, but because of budget, like to build, we had, we'd have to build it, yeah. you know, and, and yeah. we didn't have that. So we're like, okay, we have to use what we do. And it wasn't impossible, obviously, because we were able to do it, but it was very difficult. So we were thinking, like, okay, how do we make this room seem small, them seem miserable, and, and, and get the coverage we need and minimize time? Because yeah. I want to get as much coverage as possible so it doesn't stay dull. Not that. The writing is dull, but if we're just cutting back and forth and back and forth, just pacing wise, you want the. Yeah. We I think we've always been really good at getting a lot of different coverage, so yeah. that everything kind of flows. Especially with all six characters in there, you have to get yeah. single shots of every single one of them. Well, we have to get then, multiple shots. And then you got to do one. multiple, yeah, multiple shots. Because I'm trying to frame up two shots, three shots, yeah. four yeah. shots, wide to make shots, it you know, because we want we don't want to just go from you know Tink to Codex, yes. Tink to Codex, Tink. Yeah. To, it's like you want to go Tink a lot of work. to Codex, Tink to Codex, and, and Zabu, yeah. Tink and Blades to Codex, and yeah. Zabu, you know, so yeah. Because that's, that's like different lighting every time. Exactly. You move. Yeah, every single time. So, what we did is we so the window was a huge issue because we had daylight coming in. It was going to change. We had to compensate for that. We had a light for that. So we got in there and we're like, well, okay, well, why don't we just we're going to have to board up this window because it's going to be too because we're on the second floor. We can't get any lights outside. Yeah. So that was a huge problem. So and it, I don't I want to say the curtains were just regular curtains. They weren't. Like the really thick ones that you get at some hotels where it blacks out the room. So we were like, we had to black out this curtain. And then we thought, is it going to be too weird? And then we thought, like, what's another miserable aspect we can add to this? And our our production coordinator, TJ Rotel, was on the scout with us. And he said, well, to justify the closed curtains, why don't you just have Zabu run in? And he opens the curtains and there's no... 
window. There's there. no window there, and then for the rest of the season they're in this box. Yeah, and we're like that. That's it. That's hilarious. <laughs> and so we went with that jag. So we. In the wide shot, I had him run up to the actual window, and then we cut to an insert, which is actually shot in a different room of him. Just we just oh put, really yeah we just put that curtain up and for oh, that that's was just, a funny yeah because we had to shoot other stuff in that room. So meanwhile, um, we had to grab a wall somewhere else. I don't think there was a wall in that room that we could have used because yeah. there's furniture yeah. taking it up. So so yeah, that was a little uh, wow. That was a nice little judgment, which added a joke. So yeah, it was great. Very very funny. Um, let's talk about the found food. Yes. That uh, Vork grabs from people. Yeah, the trays. bounty of yes. of breakfast. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know. I, don't, I mean, that was one of my favorite jokes because I, as you're reading the script, it starts off with breakfast to serve, and then reading the script, it was like, oh, he, and I never even thought like, yeah, because everyone leaves the food out, and when yeah. you walk out in the morning, you see all the room service the night before, and none of it's fully eaten ever. Yeah. yeah. And I just thought it was hilarious. And that, I mean, as far as the food itself it goes, it was just a really funny joke. And we just brought in a bunch of food. And, and I mean, it was all real food. That, that was, was all real look. food, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think I actually took some bites out of some things yeah, myself. Yeah, I say, I think, yeah. And we, yeah, it was just really funny. I don't really have too much to talk about regarding that. I mean, we just got the food and, and put it in the, the scene. But it, what we wanted to do, and actually what I'm working on as we speak, it won't be in the episode, but... Um, was hiding that reveal because at first um, we see the the food and so now it's in a way to where we see him talking to everyone walks in else and you see people's faces and then we see them pulling yeah. up like the bite taking out of the pancake yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the cigarette butt and all that so um, yeah it just that was one of my favorite parts in the script and it was so early on it was just it was yeah. exciting to see what the guild would do going into another town you know yeah yeah alright let's talk about one of the funniest scenes of this episode uh, is the bathroom scene. So, I mean, we have Clara and, and Codex, which they're great, but it's definitely Vince and Blades who steals the scene. Yeah, he, uh, we just got really lucky with that bathroom because there were a few bathrooms in that con. Like, that, that's not the same bathroom. No, that, yeah, the room. So we had to do, We had to do a lot of cheating. So, like, it's, it's funny. We had just enough takes, but there's a lot of takes where... You know, Codex will leave the room, and she opens the door, and you see her like kind of inch out the door, so you, so you don't see that we're not in the same room anymore. Yeah. But um, we were able to get one of each, so if it looked too obvious, we could go with the lesser take. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, Vince is just really funny in there. We got just lucky with that bathroom that we were able to shoot it in the way that we did. It was very difficult to get in that area, yeah, um, and do it, but. Uh, Why don't you shoot in the mirror too? Yes, we was really that just a conscious choice, or because you couldn't angle? The camera we, we, back? Well, that was just what we had, but we wanted to keep it interesting, so we just got a wide. So you see, like, because if you the geography of that scene can be really confusing if it's not established. So we just thought, okay, well, let's shoot as wide as we can to establish that they're in front of a mirror, so you know that. Yeah, and then we'll cut in tight for coverage because we we can't cut in tight to the sides of their faces. It just yeah yeah, yeah. won't look great. So. Um, yeah, that whole conversation is in the mirror. Like yeah. we don't. I mean, when we you occasionally will see, we'll occasionally see shoulder. them, but, but it's just to remind you yeah. that they're in the mirror, so you don't get too thrown off when you see the coverage. I mean, ideally, maybe we'd be on the other side of the mirror, can shoot through it, or yeah, or that. I mean, we were so restricted. That's. I mean, it wasn't even really a choice. It was more just like that's the only way we could have done it. But yeah. it, I think it worked out great. It is, um, and I, I really enjoy that scene. But yeah, the the Vince part, I, I can't. 
I laughed so hard on that part. I mean, I always laugh during the episodes, and I always find them really funny, but, you know, it's more, I'll be editing it or looking at it, and in my head, I'm like, oh, cool, that's funny. Yeah. Oh, I like that a lot. That's really funny. But I'm not physically laughing. This is one where, like, I'm by myself, and I'm just watching that scene, and it's cracking me up, because Vince is just so, (laughs) so skeevy in it. How many takes did you do? Do you remember? Of that, I don't know, maybe, like, three. I I don't think it was a lot. I think we needed to get out of there. I mean, it was really hot in that bathroom yeah. if you can imagine but uh but no i mean it was yeah i mean we got we got a close-up but we're not going to use it mm. um i might use it maybe after the reaction as you know, as you listen to this it's already that decision's been made but as far as the reveal itself it's like the wide is just too funny not to use yeah yeah that's great um let's see what else happened in this episode we have tink in her first outfit Yes, in, in her, her anime anime outfit. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think what else happened. It's that we have Codex flirting with Zabu, which I'm enjoying a lot of. That's hilarious. She, she's starting to go, and, and this, as we're speaking to once again, um, that's one of the things I'm, I'm tooling with right now is to get a little bit more of that in there because mm-hmm. the cut you have right now, I took some of it out, so we're trying to get some moments in um, just to make it flow a little better. So I'm currently working on that. But the stuff that we have is really funny. Just her attempts. And back to episode one, one of my favorite moments in that episode is when she tries to flirt with Zab when her purse falls off her shoulder. Yes. yes. And was that intentional? Uh, no, yeah, yeah. I, uh, that was purposely I, yeah, I, have it fall off. I told her to, to do that. Okay. Well, the, well, she had the line and she like turns yeah, toward yeah, yeah. him and I was like, hey, go ahead and just like, it seems like a very codex thing to do where like, even if you were able to get that pose down, like something <laughs> happens, you know? Yeah, and of course Felicia just pulls it off yeah. brilliantly. It's it's really yeah. funny. No, I love her flipping her hair out and trying to hit him with it. And yeah, exactly, and crowding him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's really funny. Very very cool. All right, well I think that's it for episode two. Cool. Thanks, Kenny. Thank you. And let's go ahead and talk about when you guys first wake up in the hotel room. That should be a funny scene. I mean, we'll see how they cut it, but I was I was sleeping in the coffee table, and it was supposed to be on top of the coffee table at first, but then where we were at had this, like, d- double-decker coffee table, so um, I could actually not only sleep on the bottom deck, but I could remove the, the glass and, uh, and pop up from within the coffee table <laughs> for kind of to deliver my lines, which I think... Uh, it seemed like it was a, a pretty funny gag, and it was kind of fun to do. So, uh, I've actually had experience sleeping on coffee tables before. I was one, I was one of those kids that like, no, no, well, actually, more was like younger than that. Probably my college years too. But when you're passed out drunk, I mean, those aren't as, you don't really feel anything. But man, my when I was a little kid, we used to just my parents, they they were those parents that like they didn't like adjust their lives for their children. Like we adjust around them, and they do a lot of community service stuff. They do a lot of like Indian, uh, you know we go to these uh, dances and these things that are like, you know, traditional Indian holidays and whatnot. Um, and so if I was tired, they'd be like, oh, just uh, go sleep under those bleachers. And that's what I'd do, go sleep under the bleachers. Or if I was at someone's house late at night and there was no place to sleep, you know, go, yeah, just fall asleep on their dining table. You know, just whatever. Uh, s- sleep in the back of the Volkswagen Rabbit. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm used to sleeping in awkward spots. So it was really, yeah, calling back to my youth there. That's what I channeled for acting those scenes. <laughs> now let's go ahead and talk about the breakfast scene. The breakfast scene. Oh, yeah. That was, again, that was a pretty rough scene in terms of just because we were all cramped in there, but a funny scene. I mean, you know, to have work scavenge all that nasty grub and 
Uh, it's so funny. I, I always think about that too. So I think when she wrote that, I was like, ah, that's hilarious. That's totally something that could have ended up in a script of mine because I see all this food that people eat and waste, you know, and you're just like, man, that looks like a pretty damn good chunk of uh, French toast there. I mean, if I just eat the other side, how bad could it really be? Uh, so it's pretty funny. And then uh, I know one of the tags, Felicia, actually took a bite out of the pancake. And there was a bite already in it. And I expected her to, like, go to the other side of the pancake and eat that side. But she just went right for the bite. <laughs> Luckily, it was only Becker's bite. Yeah. So, and we've all um, been... There, there, enough diseases have been communicated throughout the, all of us that there's really no shame anymore in yeah. terms of di- whatever. Nice. <laughs> nice. All right. So, let's go ahead and finish up episode two with... Codex tries to flirt unsuccessfully with Zabu. This is her first attempt. Yeah, uh, you know, it's a lot of me ignoring her uh, ovations. <laughs> um, and they're funny because they're super awkward. Um, yeah, those are... Uh, I, I can't exactly... I can't totally remember exactly what happened in that scene, but uh, uh, she does that throughout the course of the season. Uh, I keep, like... I'm like, She's, like, winking at me sexually, and I'm like, are you... Are you, uh, are you twitching? Because your eyes are freaking... You know, like, it's just are you, fun are you, little... Are you just kind. not getting it? Do you think it's a character? It's both that I'm not getting and also she's doing it so badly that no one should be able to get it. She looks so ridiculous. I mean, at least the, when I, when I, you know, the ones I remember, I don't know what they'll use in the show, but she's getting more and more ridiculous with her, her you know, advances. It's pretty funny. Nice. Okay, I'm here with... So I just heard the man's in doubt that just oh, threw me okay. off. Sorry. Hi. We're having a party here. <laughs> so we're here talking about episode two with Robin. Hello. Hello. We uh, <laughs> Let's go ahead and start with um, the guild wake up for the first day of con. Yeah. So that was shot yesterday. That was shot yesterday. Um, that was that was good. We got to wear pajamas and I got to wear a silk robe. So I enjoyed myself thoroughly. Yes. And the room is fairly small. So with oh, it's six of you guys in there. Yeah, and plus all the crew, yeah. which was uh, <laughs> enjoyable. No, it was fun. It was uh, good. All right, cool. Yeah. Then we have the Codex and Clara putting on makeup, mm-hmm. and Wade exits the shower. Right. Which you guys just shot. We did, yes. And uh, got to see uh, Vince, Vince in all his glory, glory which, you know. <laughs> over and over and over. My life is made. I can, <laughs> I can die a happy person now. <laughs> yeah. Again, that was a small area with well, yeah. three people. Oh and gosh, crew yeah. It was a little close in, in a there. Bathroom. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it got a little warm, and um, you know, Vince naked is just. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing witty. I'll call. I'll get back. I'll get back here. We have a uh, vork and uh, the breakfast scene. <laughs> Oh my that, gosh! Did you partake in any of that food? Uh, no, we no, we didn't eat the food. Okay. Well, you know what? I got to eat um, out of I got to eat donuts. Okay. Um, from the mini bar, but uh, the food smelled so bad. It smelled like a one and Caesar dressing. It was it nice. was a little a little gross, <laughs> but I, I thought it was a good setup. But it was effective. Yeah, it looked pretty pretty disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and uh, let's see. Then we have Kodak uh, tries to flirt unsuccess- unsuccessfully with Zabu, mm-hmm. which is not awkward at all. No, of course not. No, no. Uh, I thought it was funny. I just watched them, so it was good. It was so, yeah, you're just a fixture. In the I room. was eating a donut. I'm pretty sure <laughs> in that scene. 
When in doubt, <laughs> I eat a donut. Eat a I'm donut. just going to do nice. that. Yeah. Right. That sounds great. Thanks for chatting with <laughs> no me. No problem. Hey, guys. I'm here with Jeff, and we're going to be discussing episode two. We have uh, Codex first report from the con. Well, is it, is it that's a webcam. Really you know, yeah, we, what happened was this was a pretty funny because we're all in the background. So it wasn't like the usual webcam that she does at her home. This time, we all had to sort of be back on to her. And I think in this one, I'm unfurling Do Not Cross Tape, nice. uh, which is funny because I'm splitting up between Blades and I are sleeping together. I mean, Blades and I are using the same bed. <laughs> and so I had to put, uh, I had to put um, caution tape in the middle. Of course. And um, also I had to uh, get under a giant banner to go to sleep, which was really funny. Nice. Now the guild wakes up from their first day. Yes, I. Uh, once again, I sort of one of those moments where I'm under the sheet and I don't even the alarm doesn't even go off. I just wake up with my biologic biological clock and throw off the thing and and that was kind of fun. I mean, the only problem is when it's going prone to standing is I don't know if that's easy for for a lot of people, but it's hard for me for some reason. I'm just taller and it's tough yeah. to kind of. It's kind of awkward, but we did it. So jump up in the morning. Yeah, it it doesn't look. It's like it would be great if I was some acrobat who could just do those kind of things <laughs> yeah. where you where you flip up and you're okay. Like uh, I yeah. just got knocked over by a karate chop. Yeah, but cool. How it. many how many takes did you do for that one? Uh, I'd say about four or five. Four or five. Yeah. So they averaging they did all different coverage. Yeah, yeah. Of yeah. Everybody waking up. Yeah. And um, then we, of course, we have the, the infamous Vork breakfast. Oh, yes, I had... Uh, this is, like, found breakfast. Yeah, from uh, people in the hallways that have left vast amount quantities of food. And that was... Pretty bad. It was pretty gross. I mean, it was... It kind of... It couldn't make a hu- some people really just nauseous just to look at. Yeah. Knowing it's, it's, it's uh, used food. And something has a cigarette in it, and there's all this. Just it's just gross. But yeah, well, it was they, great. It was made. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like they purposely made it. Yeah. I think some of it was left over from the uh, from our from craft service from the lunch. Oh, nice. And uh, but Greg uh, Ronowitz and a production designer did a great job of making it look real. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't just like it was real food. Yeah. yeah. You could see chicken. I mean, can you imagine work doing that? Um, uh, yes, I could see it. And you know <laughs> I mean, what's funny is bad. yeah, yeah. And then, by the way, some of that, I remember looking at the food, and some of it was actually mine because I had just finished a meal <laughs> late, and I could see it. Nice. But I could totally see Vork. I totally get that. Because I, I was a dishwasher in college, and I used to eat off plates because I was hungry, a starving student. So I would eat shrimp or pieces of lobster from people's plates, and it was, it's disgusting, but it's, it's, if you're hungry, you're hungry. You yeah, don't have true. money. Very true. Yeah. All right, well, I appreciate you chatting with us. Thank you very much. Hey guys, I'm here with Greg Aronowitz. We're discussing episode two of The Guild. Still freaking me out. <laughs> I can't wait till we're back into episode four. <laughs> um, so this pretty much takes place all within the hotel room. Mm-hmm. And this is the hotel room in Korea. Koreatown. 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 Because we had, like you mentioned in, previ- in previous episodes, we, we had, we're in many hotels. Yeah, hotel the, ho- the hotel is... Uh, <laughs> Spliced together from multiple locations. Yeah. Um, and but the actual room that they're in was in Koreatown. Yeah. And uh, it was it was small, and which is kind of funny. the The concept was supposed to be that there's no rooms available, and 
they are given like just a leftover. And, and there was a lot of talk about different possibilities um, that maybe they just ended up in like a janitor closet or, you know, some kind of basement yeah. or, you know, there was a point where we thought we weren't going to be able to get a hotel room and I was going to end up building something here. Like That's I did I che- cheesy beards. Yes, yeah. I thought that was going to happen. Um, and then we ended up getting a hotel room. And honestly, as a avid convention goer, like, it was not a bad room. Like I, I've had been great way room. worse. I had lunch in there. It yeah. was a nice room. Yeah, it, I, I've I've been in way worse oh, yeah. for for bigger shows um, <laughs> than this convention was supposed to be. But shooting wise, when yeah. you when you put you know thirty crew members in there, <laughs> yeah. and the air conditioner was old, so it was super loud. So essentially, we, we couldn't have it on. Yeah. We. Um, we knew we were going to be shooting like long hours and off hours, so we came up with the concept of not having windows. So there's actually windows in the room. So when uh, Zebu like opens the curtains mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh, nice view," and there and there's no windows, <laughs> um, that's actually just the curtains hung on a another wall oh, in another yeah. room. Yeah. But there were actually windows there, but we had to black them out and. That just makes it hotter. Like it was super hot. I think if yeah. you ask anybody on the crew, you can probably do edit a montage right now of everybody going like it was hot. You know, yeah. I think everyone basically just remembers that was it a being rough hot. day for everybody. Yeah, that was I a rough. It room, was a couple days. Yeah, the room I think got to everybody, just because you can't, like you said, you can't put thirty people in the tiny little. Yeah. Room. Well, we also went from the Long Beach Convention Center, which was nice, where everyone had their own like hundred square feet <laughs> of, of personal space, to. Yeah. This you know room that you yeah. know was uh, it was pretty it was dark and, yeah. and small and then filled with with lights well, yeah. hot lights <laughs> um, and I guess even that room even in this episode is still a combination of rooms because the bathroom it's, is is in a different room yeah in same hotel same hotel down just down the hall yeah because yeah, it's where craft service was yeah yeah because the bathroom that was in the room. Where we shot the, you know, where everyone slept, uh-huh. um, it was just too small and you couldn't get the same view. So, yeah, but that's the movie, the you know, yeah. the, the magic of movies. You yep. know, it's like it, it all, it'll all look it like looks it's the same. Yeah, you know, that's what's so great about it. But it was all over the place. Yeah, and um, you know, dressing wise, it was yeah, still so supposed to look that. like it wasn't a luxurious room. So, you know, we stripped it out. We took the beds out. Um, I had an old military cot that we put in there. And then we had a rug that just became the floor bed, you know. Um, (laughs) uh, And there's no rhyme or reason why that's there, you know. Um, But it was just funny. And then Sean said to me, um, I want to have... Like the craziest, cheesiest painting you can think of. And he's like, I don't know if you're going to find it, if you're going to paint it, but I just, on the wall, I just want something that just makes no sense why it would be in the hotel. So the night before we shot those scenes, I I was like, all right, I'm just going to do this painting. And um, I don't know, for whatever reason, what came to me, and this doesn't make any sense, I don't know if it's the cheesiest thing ever, but I thought it would be funny if it was print my... Uh, Boston Terrier, who was in the end of season, season four. four yeah. yeah. 
I wanted to do a painting of him running, pulling a kite with a cat wearing goggles on, on the kite. So I know. I, just, <laughs> <laughs> I don't so, think I ever even seen that print. Really? It was hanging up in the hotel the whole I, time. I didn't even it's, see it's it. What, it's the one when Vork puts the Do Not Cross tape down. Yeah. It, it goes right up the middle of the painting. Oh, see, it must have been taken down by the time I got Because I never went in there because it was so packed. Oh, yeah. I yeah. avoided that room at all costs. I only went there during lunchtime. I think in between, it had already been taken down. Or it was redressed or... Yeah, because I didn't see that. There was no bed in there either, so they must have... Yeah. So I missed it. <laughs> That's great. So you should, you did that the night before. Yeah. Yeah, so, so we'll I don't do know. That. Hopefully uh, people enjoy that. It's just <laughs> weird. It's not super featured. It's not like, you know, Team Cox last year, you know? <laughs> but uh, it's still just a weird... Greg Ronowitz painting in the background there. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, and then the bathroom. The The bathroom in the main room was actually Video Village. Yes. So, and I know th- that was the th- third or fourth hotel room. I guess it was the fourth hotel room we were in, the video that uh, Felicia released of the, you know, bathroom producing mm-hmm. where she's in the tub and I'm yes. on the toilet. And, yeah, so that was a different one, but... We were in an even smaller bathroom, and it was you know Sean Becker was in there, sitting on the toilet with the uh, the monitors, and you know we would take turns like kind of just jumping in, sitting in the tub to watch the screens, and we had to keep the door shut because we were using a different bathroom for the interior, so you, we could never look in there. Yeah. Um, and now, yeah, that was super hot, and super. <laughs> I think Kim maybe passed out one time and just fell asleep in the tub because nice. it was just like so ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and then another main thing that happened in in the the main room was um, the uh, why am I blanking on it? The mini bar. Yes. You know, and Clara's obsession with the mini bar. I almost and, ate food from there, but they're, but they're like, I wanted the snowballs. I wanted them yeah. so bad. Well, you know what? The the most challenging job prop, so. for any art department <laughs> is keeping, you know, yeah. delicious desserts. Yeah, there's another scene that's in a later episode, and I remember walking by the table, and it looked, smelled wonderful, and yeah. a big sign said, do not touch. Yeah. They're props. It's, it's just so hard to keep people away from the food, and, you know, and it's, but yeah, it was props, and it was... Something that was different about this season that's, you know, kind of important. I, I guess I should talk about it so rumors don't start <laughs> is um, we had a lot of product placement. Yes. And, um, you know, I think Felicia always either secretly or very vocally has the fear of, you know, people accusing the show of like selling, selling out. out and, yeah. You know, that came your and, concept of your Christmas. Yeah. Program. And uh, but I feel like I should just give the definition now of you know what product placement is, so people don't start <laughs> saying you know, um, and what selling out is. I mean, selling out I think is like if some big company, you know, NBC or something came and said, "Oh, we'll buy the show, but we want all new cast, yeah. and it's not actually about gaming; it's about you yeah. know car used car sales. Yeah. You know what I mean? They and it's like everything. yeah, and they change everything, and, and you you're like, oh, money for yeah, it. and you just take the money. That, <laughs> yeah. You know, that's selling out. When when someone comes to you and says, hey, you know, if you put our product in your show, we will give you a small amount of money yeah. that allows you to make your show better. We need small better. money. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's not really selling out. And 
I, I have to say too, I, I don't really think that anyone came to us. <laughs> I think that was like Kim and, and Brian Kamioka, like actively pursuing people. And the difference is too that you know if someone comes and says, "Hey, we have you know such and such product," and you're like, "Oh, I'll." I'll write that in the script. Yeah. But the thing was, the script was written, and in Felicia's mind, these were all going to be generic things. Yeah. You know? And um, I'd felt personally that it was better, it made the show more real if, you know, when someone grabbed, you know, a, yeah, when someone grabbed a soda, it was a Pepsi right. and not a, you know, pop with yes. some like artwork that we would do yes you know well it's easier it's easier and like you say it makes more more realistic yeah it's just more believable and you know and and the trick is to like not then grab that pepsi and like hold it up like and, and, you know, and wayne's world it and be like <laughs> We're not doing commercial, ah, you yeah. know you're not doing a commercial but it's yeah. there and and plus it made my job easier because like we talked about in the last episode this is the first time they're out in the real world yeah. and they're going to a convention and and essentially conventions are like geek nascar yeah. you know what i mean there's everywhere you look everything is plastered yeah and advertisement i had to create enough original things just for the story that if i had to go and make every every <laughs> single prop, thing yeah, yeah like yeah. We, we would just it would have you know been, <laughs> i, I would have blown my yeah. brains up so so it helped a lot and but and i just want to bring that up because i don't want people to go like oh my god like there's hostess and this like they must have got millions of dollars like we didn't a lot of times yeah. we we got like just free stuff yeah so that meant that there was a bunch of you know we hostess drink, cupcakes yeah which yeah i know you love pepsi, pepsi. so you're very happy I just, with that i want to say anytime <laughs> that you want to sponsor a product and a project i'm working on i love you guys i'll tell you what that made my work day better i, I know you're very <laughs> happy to have the pepsi sponsors um, but yeah, but they gave us a bunch of product, which helps yeah. because you know if every money. if every person on the crew has three sodas a day, that's yeah. like you know a couple hundred dollars a day. There's yes. a lot of people. Lot you know, of we had hundreds of extras, yes. and, and so they were like, hey, you know, if the characters in the show drink our product, then we will give you enough product to for everyone to drink every day, yeah. and that allowed more money for the budget, which allowed us to get. Yep. You know, the hotel rooms and the, you know, yeah. like, and it's, it's, just, it's smart. Every big movie does it. Yeah. There's product placements everywhere. That's just the way it works. Yeah. You know? It just makes it more real. It does. And so. I don't think it's. And then there's things that we don't have product placement for. And, and there's also then opportunity for jokes, like in the bathroom. Yes. You know, the joke is that, you know, Claire's doing her makeup and Tank has a big makeup bag, but then. Uh, Blades okay. has the most product of all. You know what I mean? He's just. He, and what was the name that you put on the ball? It's just man. It's, man, just, yeah. it's man product. And, and um, you know, all those labels, Red 5 made all those labels. And, um, you know, again, just the collaboration of the guild. It was like she was coming up with some stuff and I, I had given her some parameters. And then, like, Gabe was in there and, mm -hmm. and just, like, throwing out one-liners and every single product and there was probably like 40 there products, are a lot of products. Yeah. Yeah. every single product has a unique name a unique you know one-liner for you know what yeah. it is and and unique artwork and its own color scheme yeah. and so we bought all this product stripped off the labels and then she made new labels and, and put that in there and uh yeah that's pretty fun red actually also did for the um 
the snack bar, she did the nut sacks. Nice. And, uh, you know, that was pretty funny. Yeah. That's where the weird, like, I think Felicia and I have similar humor and, and, uh, I thought like, oh, it'd be funny like if there was a little sack of nuts and they were called nut sacks and to get out of it being like super, you know, dirty, we uh, – Red actually did a peanut um, playing the saxophone. So so it's like, you know, nut, nut sax, S-A-X. Yeah, yeah. And Kim was like, oh, that's funny but uh, yeah, we'll have to clear that through Felicia and Felicia thought it was funny and, you know, and – Throughout the show, like everybody was just talking about, yeah. The nuts also, that's what I love so. about this show is that the, all the little details that you put into the show it may never show up on screen, you know, that you actually went through and made all those little labels for Blades' products, or that you went and made those nut sacks, you know, and then hopefully it'll show up because it's a funny thing, yeah. Even if you catch a glimpse of it, it's just but all it's a really Easter eggs, you know, you know, but that's that's what's great is all the little details, <laughs> it's very, very cool. Okay, so one of one of my favorite things is the, the I call it the found object lunch or breakfast <laughs> that Vork gives uh, to the gang. Uh, that's all real food. Yeah, it's you all it, it, it it's disgusting. all real food, and it's all fresh. You Who know? took the bites out of things? Uh, <laughs> different people actually <laughs> that you know were there. Some of it is uh, like ripped and cut, and then the ones where we wanted like specific bites, like it was. You know, Red, myself, or Sean Becker, and I, I don't know. There's something about when Sean and I get together, um, we do weird things with food. <laughs> you know, I mean, there was just the whole weird thing last year with cheesy, with cheesy beards. Beard. Yes, and, I remember that. You know, yeah. It's, yeah. I think we're gonna have to make a, rest, a movie about a restaurant or something because <laughs> it's just like how disgusting. Yeah. You know, can you make the food? And then I discovered. Um, we had some like pixie sticks there and like energy, uh, powders and there were some green ones. And I found that if you like sprinkle the green ones on stuff, it looks like mold, no. like super realistic mold to the point where the crew was freaking out. Cause they're like, didn't, didn't you just like cut that banana open like 10 <laughs> minutes ago? Why is it moldy? Um, so we were doing that and we we're just trying to make it as gross as possible and the weirdest combinations possible but all totally still edible like if anyone wanted to grab it and eat it they could they totally could yeah and but i heard uh, no one wanted to because it yeah because so no yeah no, 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 they did. And, but and that's such a vork thing to do and you know in a way it's um it's somewhat like logical you know what I mean? I, 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 yeah, when I, when, I, when I heard that at the read-through, I was like, well, that makes sense. <laughs> well, you know, there are people who waste a lot of food. You know, yeah. I don't know if I'd want it days later, but... Yeah, no, but that's the thing. I mean, again, like every convention, you know, every yeah. time I'm out of town, you, you walk through the halls in the morning and there's all the things there and you see yep. the, you know, I half a bagel or the, yep. you know, half right. a fruit cup and it's like, can't be that old. Like, it, it, they probably just put it out from the night before. And I think... You know, we definitely have a thing as, you know, Americans, as, as spoiled people, like, yes. just, you don't touch anything that anyone else, like, had on their plate, but the reality is... People would die for probably food. You probably could eat that, oh, and, yeah. uh, you know, so maybe Vork is the smartest of us, of us all. <laughs> That's where he's the most evolved. Yes. Uh, and the funny thing with the product placement, too, is... um there was a lot of stuff where we're so used to as as the 
guild crew and also just like all the low budget stuff we're doing um of not having all of that so there was like so many times on set where you know uh, Chris Darnell or or you know different people would like turn the labels away oh yes or being you know seen. yeah and I, I remember that we were in one hotel and they were trying to do like a shot of the door and on the door it had the like emergency exit strategy and it said you know the name of the hotel yeah. in the in big letters and Becker was like oh great great real quick you gotta greek that out like you gotta make that name go away and, and I was like in the middle of doing it and I'm like wait a minute <laughs> Is it yeah. the hotel? The hotel is giving us the room yeah. in exchange for, for showing their name, yeah. and I'm like, what? and he was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally <laughs> forgot. But we were like, you know, just like so over cautious all the time of like not letting any labels read, yeah. and it was just weird to suddenly be in this place where, you know, we were good. supposed to show everything, yeah. you know, yeah, and people just kept forgetting. We couldn't show everything. Couldn't show everything. So I mean, yeah. you had to know exactly what, yeah, what we to do and what, and what and, we weren't being sponsored yeah. by. And yeah, that's really It was cool. a challenge. Yeah. Hey, Guildies, I'm here with Felicia Day, and we're discussing Season 5, Episode 2. All right, so this one now, the last one was an entire episode in the van, pretty much. And now this episode is the entire episode in the hotel room. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I guess, you know, that's kind of self-contained for a Guild episode, and especially for stylistically for the season. But there was so much character stuff that I really wanted to set up with the the Guild characters Mm -hmm. that we couldn't, you know, um, we couldn't do it on the floor. You know, it just would have been unmanageable. Uh, with the scope of the show. And I just, I wanted to establish that, you know, we established a little bit in the first episode how everybody grates on each other's nerves in, in the, in the van. And mm-hmm. I just wanted to make sure that, uh, everybody got that this is even more annoying that they're in this crappy hotel room. <laughs> and like, you know, this episode looks most like a, like a, a typical web video <laughs> than anything because like Chris lit it in a specific way that it does not look good in here. And that was a deliberate attempt to make this place look shoddy mm-hmm. and awful. So it's not a good place. It was not a fun place to hang out in because there were so many people in that small hotel room. But it was perfect. Like, the the horrible red carpet, you know, the carpet and all this stuff, the decor, it's, like, so perfect to, to kind of convey the misery mm-hmm. um, of having to share this whole room with yeah. everybody. Yeah, well, I love the episode starts off with your webcam, and there's actually other cast members in your webcam. Yeah, kind of for the, well, we did one I think season two where Zabu kind of enters yeah. that webcam. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, we haven't done that. And you know, that was a big decision on my part because, um, you know, I didn't know whether the the guild would pay attention to me or not, but I I kind of figured that everybody is in their own obnoxious world back there. <laughs> It's kind of a little bit out me talking to the audience a little bit, but I think it really works. And, and I love the little blocking that happened in the background with, with um, Blades and Amy. It's so funny. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we have Vork waking up out of the blue and, you know, doing the blowhorn and yelling for everyone to wake up. And I lo- my favorite scene of this entire episode is Zabu inside the coffee table and pushing his glass <laughs> up. That was, I think, Sandeep's idea. He's like, can I push this up? Because he saw it. So that was Sandeep taking his environment and making something <laughs> fun here. It was really good. I, I I, just love that little gag. And just the idea that Bork is sleeping, like, in his suit. Fully clothed, yeah. Yeah. Fully clothed. He wa- 
And I, and actually, I believe that I don't know if in the comic I had him sleeping fully clothed as well when he's in his grandfather's bed. But, oh yeah, um, yeah. I think I did. Um, so like, it's just a gag. Does he ever take that suit off? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I, I think there were some great character moments. Like uh, Clara was so funny. Oh, I have to say that Robin, I emailed her yesterday because I was looking at these episodes, and I was just like, "You are so funny and committed this season." She just really owns her character and and owns the material in a way that she's adding a lot to it. Not that she didn't before, but I just feel like there's a comfort level with her, yeah, and a, um, a confidence that I'm just so proud of her, and and I just had to like go out of my way to tell her. Yeah. You're awesome. She's she is awesome, but it's also your awesome writing because oh, well, her, her character is just it just and she only has a few minds in this episode, but she nails them every time, and they're so hilarious. Yeah, like I always say, I think Clara might be my inner me because rarely <laughs> do I ever rewrite Clara dialogue. It's it's usually first take, you know, first draft. Mm-hmm. Clara is completely on the page, and I don't understand that at all, but. <laughs> <laughs> She's just such a unique point of view. It's easy to know how Clara would respond to something. Yeah, yeah. That's great. And then, of course, let's talk about the bathroom scene. Yes. And the the wonderful Blades uh, reveal. Oh, my God. Okay, first of all, I was sick this day. So, you know, that was it was kind of hard to get through this scene because I was just really – I was feeling very under the weather because I'd just flown in from Eureka and I was just about to fly out. Like it was very, it was a very tough schedule that mm-hmm. I had. Um, and I think <laughs> just this, this day particularly when we did that bathroom scene was the one that was the toughest. So, but it turned out really good because, you know, um, and then, oh, gross. That reveal of blades <laughs> has to be the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. I mean, it's literally repulsive and awesome. And, you know, Vince again, as well, like really owns his character this season and just uh, matures into it, just refines the douche in a way that I can't even imagine. I mean, I was so repulsed. Like, it was not acting. Yeah. And I love the little, if you'll watch the cut when he comes over to me and Clara, like, we're simultaneously cl- covering uh-huh. our eyes. That is like my, I mean, <laughs> again, very few people will notice that little, little extra little thing. But when I see that, that's the thing that amuses me most in this episode. Yeah. Yeah, I just like the way he was contorting his body with his hip coming out. Oh. And... Ugh. <laughs> it's so funny. He's so great. I, I just love him to death. Yeah, I also like your uh, Codex's interaction with Claire, where, you know, Claire is being her flighty self, and then you're like, no, seriously. And she yeah. kind of, you know, she she pulls it together and asks you a serious question, but then in a Clara way. It was still funny. Yeah, she actually um, is a good friend to me in that scene. Yeah. And that was kind of my goal here, like underlying. I really wanted to show that not that this this journey kind of solidifies their friendship outside the game. Like we're not with the game a lot, you know, obviously, because mm-hmm. we're on a road trip. So um I mean there are a lot of storylines and everything with the game, but um but at the bottom of it, you know, these people who don't know each other that well are on a road trip together and you see why they like each other and why they're very good friends and make a good group. And so that, you know, particular little interaction really, you know, to me has a lot of heart in it. And I love I love to see how giving she is in that scene, even though she's completely not so loopy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, and let's talk about let's talk the find breakfast scene where Vork provides for his what do you call them tribe? Oh God, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's so gross. And, you know, I had that gag other places in the script, and I put it here. I had other scenes where he was wandering the halls, like, picking it up. But, like, it <laughs> it was really, Ill, you know, it just didn't work as far as, you know, the compactness of the episodes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I just figured, like, he ran out the door and started gathering his food, and he came back with it. And the pride with which, like, it's all, it might be that Bork has never stayed in a hotel room before. Like, that's my instinct. Mm-hmm. It, he's never ever been in a hotel room before, and and he just has no idea how to act. So like the idea that people would leave their room service outside in front of their doors and just for pickup uh-huh. was wasting food. Like, <laughs> I, oh my god, it's so funny. And then Sean had so many good in the gray, you know, the art department had so many good visual gags with like the cigarette and mm-hmm. the, the bitten out. Oh, and if you seen that, if you saw that table, it was not good to sit next to. There was no acting there. <laughs> Great. And then um, the last scene, or actually something else I want to talk about, is again, once Co- uh, Codex is flir- uh, flirting with Zabu, mm-hmm. very obviously, was flipping her hair in his face, and <laughs> that was just hilarious. Oh, I'm so glad you liked that. Yeah. yeah. Again, I mean, I took the, the whole thing that I set up in episode one that, you know, Codex is going to go after Zabu, because, yeah. at the you know, I set it up pretty well at the end of four that she's like, whoa, maybe this is the dude for me, and she's yeah. going for it in a way that she never goes for anything. So, like, to see Codex being assertive is almost funny in itself because she's so bad at it. She's so horrible. She's bad. I mean, nobody would want to to, to date that thing. So, and then Zabu, not only is he already starting off as oblivious, because that's just his nature, Mm -hmm. but, like, the whole thing where he's so getting into, you know, doing this, uh, doing everything at the convention, like, just being able to see this, the vast cornucopia of awesomeness that he can take a part in mm-hmm. like that. He's so engrossed in it. And I just wanted, to, I just, it's so funny to see them so far apart. Like yeah, it's usually yeah. the reverse and like yes. to reverse yes. their roles just makes me so, I mean, I had fun playing with it. Like he blowing me off was so funny. It's so great. And I'm so glad you, you threw in Kroll, which is one of my favorite, <laughs> favorite movies. I actually watched Crawl when I was uh, researching Dragon Age. I was like, well, let's not try to be this. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those movies you love to just make fun of. It's so oh, yeah, fun. her hair. I'm like, I've never seen bigger red hair. It's just, <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, great. Um, yeah, and then I guess that's it, really, because everyone kind of separates and goes their own way. Oh, well, let's talk about Tink. Tink and her oh, little fit. <laughs> Yeah, so isn't she the most adorable thing you've ever seen in your whole entire life? Yes. She's a living doll. Yeah. I couldn't stop staring at her or, like, (laughs) touching her through, not a creepy way, but just, like. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, she's amazing. So I'm really excited for people to see that, but yet she's still hostile. And, you know, that's, you know, we're setting up some stuff there that's very subtle. But, um, you know, we'll see a lot more of this kind of stuff. Yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait. Well, thanks again for stopping by and chatting with me. No problem. Hope you guys enjoyed that behind the scenes look at episode two. Lots of really cool guilty goodness. And I look forward to sharing episode three with you. So come back next week. Until then. The food was gratis. Thanks to my ingenuity. Up and down the hallway. People left vast quantities of food right outside their rooms. 
Look at the breath of bounty I've scavenged. Never say I do not provide for my tribe. Hey, guildies, if you're listening to this right now, that means you're one of the elite, super, uber, ahead-of-the-times people who listens to podcasts and watches web series. If you want to hear about more podcasts, come check out my podcast, Podcast Squared. Over at podcastsquared.com, you should know how to spell squared. You're smart people. Where I do reviews of podcasts and interviews with guys just like Kenny, the host of the show you're listening to right now. Come check me out at podcastsquared.com. Hi, this is Kevin Batchelder. And this is the Saturday B movie reel. Do something. Shoot it. Shoot it. <laughs> That's about describes it. Yeah. All right, everybody stay here. We look specifically at the Sci Fi Channel's original movies. You know the ones. The ones that air on Saturday night. Eat known throughout the ages as an instant classic. <laughs> we need a bigger gator! Uh, limb cutting yes. and blood squirting from... <laughs> Flying limbs, I called them. it in my notes. What could go wrong? We look on a regular basis at the movies as they come out, and since there have been over 200 of them, we do go back and look at many of them that are now out on DVD. At this point, I had completely forgotten any semblance of seeing if this actually makes any sense from a plot point of view. So come on by, get involved, and have some fun. Check us out at SaturdayBMovieReel.com. Our future depends on it. Make it safe. Copyright info, Knights of the Guild has Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivative, works 3.0, United States license, all rights, reserved. <laughs> <laughs>